What's up, everyone? Anchor, I'm going to tell you all about it. It is a free and convenient way to connect with your audience. It allows you to upload your podcast directly from using your mobile device or laptop. So it's easy to use and access virtually anywhere. Anchor also allows you to build a platform through Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play, and many others. It's a great way to build your brand and reach listeners from everywhere. I encourage those listening who desire to create their own podcast to consider using this amazing platform as a helpful tool and resource to help your podcast to become successful. Love you guys. Down to Hello and welcome everyone. My name is Desiree Coffey. I am a chosen vessel to represent the body of Christ and inviting you to explore a deeper part of ourselves. Down to Earth is a faith-based podcast that incorporates biblical principles into our daily lifestyles. Get ready for an evolution. According to 2 Corinthians 5.17, this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone and a new life has begun. My question to you is, have you decided? Hey guys, what's up down to earth fam? How y'all doing today? (laughs) It's your girl Dez. Uh, I'm coming on here with no structure or no outline, um, no script. This is just raw conversation. This is a weekly check-in. Um, and I pray that it blesses you. Amen. So I want to talk about submitting our will to God. And this basically, this topic was inspired by my own personal testimony of how I came up with down to earth or how this vision was given to me and, um, how I'm carrying it out, like the challenges, the obstacles, um, the difficulties that I faced in the past over two years, pretty much over two years. Um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a process. And so I really just wanted to be transparent and open up about my journey, my process and how it's been um, for me in hopes that it can help someone else that is basically undergoing the same challenges that I'm currently facing or that I've overcome. Um, so yeah, submitting our will to God. Now, I'm going to definitely get into the word and break down some scriptures or even quote some scriptures that really stood out to me as I was doing some, you know, just some research and really seeking God on, okay, like what should I say? But I'm just going to allow Holy Spirit to have his way in this conversation today and just allow him to speak through me. Yeah, and that's pretty much it for the introduction. So let's get started. (laughs) So to be quite honest, down to earth, this came, this vision came to me after I did my, um, after I did a fast on my own for the first time. I remember this is when I was still living in Japan and I just heard the Lord, like just vividly, like I remember, I remember just sitting on the couch. I think I was watching a sermon. I had just got done, um, finished watching a movie with some of my friends or performers um, at the time. 
and I was just over there just, you know, hanging out, chilling. Um, and then I came back to my room and I was watching a sermon. And this is when I was like in my process of really seeking God because I was so lost. I was so, I was definitely in the world at the time. But now in that moment, I was like, okay, God, like, I really want to know more of who you are. Like I was, I was basically becoming more serious about my faith and about my walk. And I was watching a sermon. I don't remember what it was, but I, well, let me say this. I don't, I don't know who exactly the pastor was or what they were saying all the way, like every detail, but I think it has something along the lines of fasting. And for some reason like that week, y'all, I kept hearing like fasting and prayer, fasting and prayer, prayer and fasting, you know, and I thought I was like tripping for a second, but I know that in that moment, my spirit was just like tugging at me. Um, and I couldn't hear the Lord super clearly at that time, or at least I don't think I could um, at that time. But I definitely felt that conviction in my spirit that was like, no, you need to fast. Now, a little backstory. I used to fast when I was younger. Um a few times before, like we would do it with our church. You know, my parents would tell us, okay, we're not going to eat meat for a certain amount of time or whatever the case. Right. Um, but that was more so consecration because technically fasting is abstaining from all food. And I had never done that before. Um, now this time in particular, I did a Daniel fast. Um, but I just felt led to do that. Um, really more so consecration. Um, so I abstained from eating certain foods for 21 days um and to be quite honest after I made that decision to fully commit to it um it it wasn't perfect I did mess up some days I did I did mess up some days and of course during that time I was super tempted especially at work because sometimes at work um they would bring like my cast members whether it's like the foreigners or the Japanese um, performers, they would bring in like these treats, like these delicacies. One thing they used to bring in all the time were these rice crackers. And I know that may sound like really plain and bland to some people, but like, no, the, the rice cakes in Japan are on a whole nother level. They're not even made in the same way that it's made in America. I can't really explain it, but it's like, it's just so good. And they have all different types of flavors. I mean, it's just so good y'all. And there was a moment or a time where they were not bringing in snacks at all. But it seemed like as soon as I started consecrating my flesh, that's when all of a sudden, oh, hey, guys, we brought in pokey sticks or we brought in chocolate or we brought in rice crackers or rice cakes, whatever you want to call it. So I was like, wow. But see, you know, that's when I started to realize this is a test of my obedience. <laughs> um, but yeah, I knew in my spirit, like, it's time. It is it's time to consecrate my flesh. It's time to be obedient because I felt it so heavily in my spirit. And I just kept hearing messages back to back about fasting. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just do it. And honestly, it was an amazing experience. Um, one of the first things that happened during that time, I remember I was just like scanning through YouTube one day, y'all. And um, basically these faith-based, you know, uh, channels, faith-based, uh, what do you call it? Like, um, not sermons, but people just go in there and share their experiences, you know, about prayer and fasting and what the Lord did for them. And I kept hearing a lot about how people would receive the gift of tongues. And I was like, oh my goodness, like I've never, I've never spoken in tongues. 
I don't really have a lot of experience of of even hearing it or knowing like I've, I've heard it before like bits and pieces but you know in church at that age I was I didn't know I was very immature in the faith so I didn't really understand what all that stuff was and to me at the time it just came out very religious like I didn't understand the whole point of it but for some reason I became curious and that was around the same time Oh, side note, that was the first time that I actually opened up my Bible and read books all the way through. Like I had Bibles, you know, throughout my life or throughout my childhood. Even in college, I had one, but I would never open it. Or if and if I did open it, like I probably read like a verse or a scripture that I knew. But that was it, y'all. Like if I'm being completely transparent, um, I remember one time when I was younger, y'all, my parents, uh, they wanted me to uh, read the whole book of Genesis. And I literally, and it was like a kid's Bible at the time. So it was way different. And I just didn't even want to read that. Like I was just, and I, granted, I loved books as a kid. Like I love to read. That's one thing about me that has never changed. I love to read. I love to read. And when I was younger, I literally used to, this may be weird, but I used to go in my room after I came back home from school. I would lock myself in my room and I would just read books until my parents called me out for dinner. They used to think that something was wrong. They'd be like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm just in my room. Like I just, I literally would just read books all the time. And I remember at one point I was like above my uh, reading level um, because I just read so much. Like I read all types of novels, fiction, nonfiction. Like I just love reading books. Um, but I don't know when it came to my Bible, I just never really found interest in it. But when I decided to fast 20, you know, 2020, was it 2020? Yeah, 2020. Um, for the first time in my life, like I really opened my Bible and just was so engaged like the first three books I remember I read was the book of Daniel the book of Esther and the book of Revelations those and it's so crazy I can remember it to this day clearly in that order like I read all of those books for the first time in my entire life um and I was just like oh my gosh like the bible is so freaking awesome like (laughs) I just remember reading. I was like, oh, I need more. I need more. I need more. But it's so crazy because all that time leading up to that moment, I did not want to read my Bible. I just did not have a desire, a thirst, nothing. Um, But God really replenished my desire and my hunger for his word, for his truth. And that's when my mind started to change. And it, it reminds me of um, Romans 12, 2. It says, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So he definitely started to transform my mind during that time. And I even remember during the pandemic, y'all, like I was watching sermons back to back. And um, I remember I made a jar like I had this empty jar that somebody gave me while I was there. And what I did was one day I was sitting down and I started writing out just scriptures on sticky notes or any type of sermon that I would watch, any like gems or nuggets that I could take from that sermon, I would write them down. Then I would fold them up and I would put it in the jar. And then every day I would read one back to myself to encourage myself, to edify myself. And I didn't even realize how powerful that was because literally I was transforming my mind or being transformed by the renewing of my mind every single day. The second thing was getting back to the whole tongues part. Sorry, I got a little off track, but I wanted to give you the full backstory. So yeah, I was watching YouTube videos about it and I just had this curiosity and I started reading about the passage in the Bible that talks about it. I think it's in 1 Corinthians. It's one of Paul's letters in the New Testament that talks about tongues and stuff like that. 
And so um, I started reading about that and I was like, okay, God, like I want to, I want to receive tongues. I want to receive tongues. And it's not, it was, it was not because I wanted to be this special. I didn't have this like ulterior motive. I, I think at that point I was just so desperate to be in God's presence and to just receive more from him. And I was just, I had childlike faith. I was like, Lord, you know, I've been hearing about these people that receive the gift of tongues. And I really, I desire that. I want to have the gift of tongues. Can I have the gift of tongues? So I remember praying about it, you know, for several nights during the fast. And I remember out of nowhere, I was watching one day, The Prince of Egypt, and y'all, if y'all don't know, that is my movie, y'all. I love me some Moses. I love me some Moses. And that movie just, I watched that as a kid, y'all. And I just always loved that movie. Even as an adult, I will watch that movie over and over again. I love that movie, right? So I was watching that uh, because at the time I was like, okay, I'm not going to watch any reality TV, any, you know, secular stuff. I was just really trying to consecrate my flesh. So I watched, you know, uh, that Prince of Egypt movie because I hadn't watched it in a while. And it was on Netflix. So I watched it. And I remember at the end, you know that song that they do in the credits? Um, there can be miracles when you believe. So, y'all, I was like, oh, this is my song. So I started singing it. And I don't know what happened, but the song just started ministering in my heart, y'all. I was like, oh, so I got deep into worship. Never knew that would happen. <laughs> I started worshiping. I got out of my bed. And I remember just bowing down. Like I felt the presence of God so strong come upon me in that moment. And I just had to, I had to get on my knees and I just started singing my heart out. And the next thing I know, tears just started flowing and started flowing and started flowing. And I heard a voice say like, get on your bed. And I thought I was tripping, but I heard a voice say, get on your bed. So at this point now, my body is like moving in different directions. Like I feel, I feel the presence of God so strong. And I believe, see, the Lord's so strategic. I just love him. I love Holy Spirit because he knew in that moment, like you may fall. So you need to get on your bed just to protect yourself. Um, so I got on my bed because what ended up happening was I rolled over. But the way I rolled over, I didn't hurt myself. So thank you, Lord. But I literally, and it's not to be dramatic, this is like real life. So I'm like on my bed, like I'm moving back and forth, like my spirit is stirred. I feel the presence of God. And out of nowhere, I roll over and tongues just started coming out, y'all. I was so, oh my God, hallelujah. Oh my goodness. Y'all, God is so faithful. He literally answered my prayer, but I'm not going to lie, y'all. When it happened, I was a little scared. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? <laughs> but I just went with the flow. And it was like, I couldn't, how do I say? Like when it first started happening, it was more like a, in, a, in a babble. Like, let me be more specific. Over the years, I have developed a more uh, consistent, I guess, pattern or language in the way that I speak when I do speak in tongues or pray in the spirit. <clears throat> but at the time, it was like, you know how you just start, like somebody could lay their hands on you and you just start saying like, da 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 you know? Like, it was kind of like that. Um, there was still, it was still language there, but it wasn't, it wasn't as, you know, mature, I guess, as it is now. I hope that makes sense. But it was just like a few words that I said, and it sh it shook me completely. Like, I was completely shook. And I tried to do it again, but I think I was struggling. 
Um, and then the next day I did it again, but this time I did it for even longer. I think I did it for about 10, five or 10 minutes. And then I remember calling my grandma and I told her, I was like, grandma, I just started speaking in tongues. And she was like, what? And I was like, yeah, grandma, like I did it. Like the Lord is in my prayer. I'm, and she was just like, wow. Like she just started rejoicing in that moment. And then she ended up telling me about her encounter with the Lord when she first really came to the faith. But um, y'all, that was such a supernatural experience in, in the sake or in the space of my own bedroom, y'all. Like nobody knew but me and the Lord. Nobody had to lay hands on me. Nobody had to prophesy over me. Nobody had to do anything. I, it literally just came. And God says, like, if you ask, if you seek, you will find. Um, you act, you have not because you ask not. So I had to really come to him with childlike faith. And you know, when you first come to the faith, you have so much zeal. You have so much fire in you. You're like, okay, Lord, like I want to serve you. I want to, you know, and that's where my heart was. My heart was very open. Um, and the Lord literally granted that he, he could trust me with that. And it was already destined to happen, but I didn't know that it would happen that quickly. And what I started doing was um, I just started asking the Lord to help me to do it more consistently. Because if I'm being honest, it, it really did scare me for a second. I was like, oh, whoa, this is crazy. Like, I've never experienced this before. But then over time, I started to develop a pattern where I could go for 30 minutes to an hour to two hours, however long. So um, this is just to say for those that believe that they, like they can't, or just have any unbelief, you know, like it can definitely be done. Yes, not everybody speaks in tongues, but it can be done. You just have to ask God for it. You really have to ask God for it because God, it's a free gift. He knows, like he already knows the desires of your heart and he knows the gifts that he's given his children. So this is just to encourage anyone that's like, man, like I've always wanted to pray in tongues, but I just never felt like I could do it. Like, and then also for people that feel like they need to go to a specific church in order to receive that, baby, you do not have to do that. You do not have to do that. And for those, you know, that say like, well, how could you get it, you know, without somebody? Listen, the Lord gives and the Lord takes away, okay? He knows the gifts that he gives to his children. Um, and it doesn't, it doesn't have to be based on whether somebody lays hands on you or not, okay? Let's just be clear. Um, now I'm not taken away from it. Like, yes, you can definitely, somebody can definitely lay hands on you, you know, and you start speaking in tongues. Like the spirit can literally come upon them and touch you and you'll feel it. You know what I'm saying? But some people even get it right when they, um, receive baptism. That wasn't my case. I did get baptized, but I never received the gift of tongues, but I believe because I desired it and I was, um, fervent in prayer that the Lord granted me that desire, but it was according to his will and his timing, okay? Um, so just don't be discouraged because I didn't receive the gift of tongues until I was about, how old was I at the time, 21? Yeah, I think I was 21. I was 21, y'all. Yeah, I think it was October 17th or 18, 2020, when I got the gift of tongues. Um, and that was before the fast even ended, y'all. And then at the very end of the fast is when um, I remember God literally dropped in my spirit down to earth. He was like, do a podcast. And I was like, what? Podcast? Huh? Like, at the time, y'all, I didn't even like public speaking. I didn't even like, I was very nervous. Like, of course, you know, I was used to singing and dancing and performing. But actually having to get on a mic and speak to people about something? I mean, I didn't even know what I was going to talk about, y'all, just to be honest. I was like, What? So then I remember I went to Starbucks and because um, I was actually going on a trip that day. I was taking myself out like as like a little treat. 
and before I went, um, I went to Starbucks and I just sat down and I started writing down everything. Like the Lord just started dropping nuggets, like everything. But what happened was this is the, this is the part where it's going to lead into submission to the will of God. Because when I started doing the podcast, I, I wanted to talk about the entertainment industry um, I wanted to talk about like what entertainers go through and basically just to expose the darkness and give those people an outlet to express themselves and to have a safe space to do so. And that's not that was not the will of God for this vision. But it took some time for me to learn that and understand that. Um, I thought that I was just going to go ahead and talk about mental health. Like, that was a big premise of my first season was mental health, like talking about anxiety and depression and stuff like that. And while that's also a big, big portion of what believers go through in the kingdom of God, that's the way I was going about it was a very worldly sense. I was more so diving into, like, psychology and science and um, just, like, a lot of worldly stuff, like how to cope, you know, um, like with taking certain medicine and yoga and meditation, mindfulness, it was very worldly based. It had nothing to do with praying. It had nothing to do with seeking God. It had nothing to do with deliverance. It had nothing to do with healing. It, it didn't have nothing to do with that. And I remember I was, um, my first guest speaker, we had to record like three times because every time it would delete. And I would get so frustrated, and the guy was like, no, don't be frustrated. It's going to happen. Like, it's going to work out. But my spirit just was not settled about it. And I, I even did a whole photo shoot for it. I went to the store and got stuff to design for the photo shoot. Like, I never ended up using the pictures that I had, um, long story short. And so at that point, I kind of just took a hiatus from creating, period. I took a hiatus from it. I didn't know what direction the podcast was going. And then shortly after that, me and my castmates had a falling out about something. Um, this is when I was really starting to become a true Christian. And they just did not like me, y'all. Just long story short, I'm not going to go into detail about it. You know, God bless them. But, you know, it is what it is. And so I did another fast a few months later. And I felt the Lord pulling me to do an Esther fast. I had never done that before in my entire life. I said, an Esther fast? What the heck is that? So now I'm looking up doing research. Because one thing about me, I'm going to research. I'm going to look it up. And so, yeah, I was watching some people's testimonies. And this one girl I came across, um, her name is Morgan Tracy J. And she had, like, a whole template for the Esther fast. Basically, like, to get you through every single day. Like, she had templates of um, strategy, of prayer, of just how you can um, utilize your day so you won't be distracted to do other things. So I downloaded that template and I prayed over it, but it took me a couple weeks, y'all. I'm not gonna lie, because I did not want to do it. And now, Esther fasting is technically no food, no water, but I did do basically a water fast. I did do a water fast. I modified it with water, and that's what she did. She did a water fast. But yeah, like I did reread the book of Esther again, and I read the book of Job. And I read the book of Ecclesiastes during that time. It was honestly amazing. It was an amazing time. It was life-changing, y'all. And I think it even inspired some people around me um, that I knew of. Um, they started asking me questions. Like, I had a girl come up to me. She was like, I saw that you did a fast. Like, I wanted to know more about that. Like, literally. Like, people started asking me about it. And I was just like, y'all, this is what I did. And, you know, I, I wish you the best, you know. 
And some people were like, okay, like, I don't think I can do it. Some people were like, no, I really want to do it. Um, but either way, I know that it planted seeds in people's hearts to really seek the Lord. And I did later post, like, a video of, like, my experience. Like, I posted, like, a time lapse of just me praying. Um, there was no sound or anything to it. Just, you know, just me praying and worshiping. Just so that people can see, like, the realistic part of it and not think that it's just, like, this cookie-cutter thing because it's really not. It can be very gruesome. It can be it can be very challenging. It can be very um, discouraging, y'all. The Lord really brought me through. And I remember even on day two, I had to, child, I was on my menstrual cycle. I remember calling my mom, and I was like, man, I feel like I'm about to pass out. And she was like, you need to take a, a, a vitamin or something. And I was like, no, I don't want to eat nothing. She was like, okay, try drinking a smoothie. I was like, no, I don't want to drink nothing, just water. But I eventually was like, okay, let me take a vitamin, and I did a smoothie. So I did modify it the second day just only because I felt extremely weak, and I had never done a fast like that before, and I was by myself. So I was like, Lord, you know, my heart, like, I'm not, I, I didn't even want to do it. I really didn't want to do it, but I was like, I also don't want to pass out. So um, I did that, but I didn't feel any condemnation after that. I really didn't. Like, I didn't feel no condemnation. And the prayers that I had prayed during that time really got answered, like, quick. And I'm not saying, I don't want to say this to um, hype anybody up or make people think that, like, God is a genie. Because he's definitely not. Like I said, he answers according to his will and his timing. However, during that time, I really experienced supernatural breakthrough. I started having dreams. That was the first time. Now, my very, very first dream that I had was in 2020, like, a few days before the new year but 2021 in may um i did the esther fast and my god like it was such a powerful fast things got answered left and right i remember um we got shut down again because of covid and we were going to be out of work for a while and it was like the oh my gosh like y'all i had procrastinated up until that point um because I just didn't want to do it. And then I found out through like word of mouth that we may get shut down again. Like the company may shut down because of COVID because the, the numbers or the cases of COVID were going up like tremendously out of nowhere. And so I was like, okay, Lord, well, look, I'm trying to do this Esther fast. And I honestly think that that would be perfect for me to start this weekend since I'm hearing that we're not going to be in work. Uh, we're going to be out of work. And so literally that weekend, we were out of work. And I started my Esther fast that, I think that Friday, I think, something like that. Um, and yeah, I did it. And then we ended up having like, a, I think a month off of work. And I remember praying to God because they were telling us that we may not get paid. And so I remember praying to God during that fast. I said, Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that we're going to get paid. We're going to receive all of our benefits. Nothing will be taken. It will add no sorrow, period, in Jesus' name. Right. And I prayed that. And then literally the I think the first or second day of the fast, they emailed us that night and was like, yeah, guys. So just to let you know, you, um, you're still going to get paid. And I was like, "Woo! hallelujah. So we got paid. Then um, I remember a few weeks before that, um, I had a friend of mine that prophesied to me. She was like, you need to get journals. You need to get journals. You need to get journals. And I was like, well, how many journals are you talking about? She's like, well, you need to get journals for just different things. You need to get journals for your plans, your goals, your dreams. I was like, dreams? She's like, yeah, get a, a journal for your dreams. Then I was on TikTok one day and I saw somebody make a joy journal. And I was like, oh, that's so neat. So I got a joy journal um, to write down things I'm grateful for. Just all different types of journals, um, even like a Bible study journal, stuff like that. I went and did that. I was obedient, got my anointing oil that same, um, that same day. 
Um, I went to the store, just got some olive oil, y'all, and I prayed over it and blessed it, y'all. Put it all over my room. Um, this was right before the fast. And then literally, like, as soon as I started fasting, y'all, I had dreams. I had dreams back to back to back to back to back to back. And I, I know now that I'm a dreamer. I just, I'm a dreamer now. But I never knew that. You know, and I'm glad that I was obedient because I was able to um, be a good steward and write down all those dreams during that time. And something powerful that happened during that time... I basically had a dream that I was going to meet one of my favorite YouTubers at the time. And I remember I started watching her. Like, her videos started popping up on my YouTube when I was, like, heavy in the world. And I was at the point of watching tarot card readings every day. And her video popped up. She's a faith-based um, YouTuber. Her name is Caroline Roberts. Shout out to her. And I remember having a dream that I was going to meet her and that I was going to um, work for her. Something like that. Um, I have to go back and look at the dream journal because it's like written down specifically. But I remember reading it to her and she was shook, literally shook, y'all. This happened, I think, on the first or second day of the fast or the first or second night of the fast, excuse me. And so, um, yeah, I I wrote it down. But before I did, I was like, what? I was like, this don't even make sense. But the Holy Spirit literally told me to write it down. Don't worry about what don't make sense. Just write it down. So I did that. And a few months later, y'all, I remember I was going on the train to get my nails done one day and the Holy Spirit said go on YouTube and I was like go on YouTube for what I'm on the train why am I going on YouTube so he said go on YouTube I said okay I'll go on YouTube all of a sudden I see a job posting y'all for her YouTube content and that's very rare like YouTube has this new setting to where people can post like um actual like letters or type up things in their um community pages and it goes out to all of their followers and so it was basically, she was looking for somebody to work for her or volunteer for her content, like an intern. And the qualifications on there, I was like, Holy Spirit, I don't qualify for none of this. But Holy Spirit was like, I don't care, apply for it. I was like, okay. So I applied for it and then I just forgot about it. I let it go and I went, you know, about my regular day. I think about three days later or that same week, um, Caroline had emailed me, y'all. She emailed me, y'all, and was like, Hey, Desiree, I saw that you put an application and I was wondering if you'd like to do an interview with me. I was like, what? And this happened like right after the fast. The Holy Spirit literally woke me up and was like, go check your email. Go check your email. But before I did that, I went and checked my journal. I went and checked my journal. And I was like, oh my gosh. So I checked my email and I was like, oh my gosh. Like this is the same like dream that I had. Bruh, it was it was like unbelievable in that moment. I was just like, wow. It didn't make any sense to me at the time, but because of my obedience, the Lord really showed himself faithful. And one thing led to another. I had an interview with her um, over Zoom and um, or over Skype, something like that. We talked and I ended up working with her for a, a season, for a short season. And I developed a relationship with her. I got to know her a bit. She got to know me a bit. And this is actually when she was pregnant at the time. She just recently had a child, I think a year or two ago. Um, but yeah, like just developing a relationship with her. I still talk to her every now and then. Uh, we don't talk as much as we used to before because I was working with her. But, you know, we still, I still will reach out every now and then and see how she's doing. But yeah, like I remember when I told her, she was just like, wow. And I was reluctant at the time, but my therapist, I was taking therapy, Christian therapy at the time. That My therapist was like, no, you should tell her. You should tell her. Um, so that was another thing that happened. Then 
I had a dream about moving to Georgia, y'all. You know where I'm, I, I want to be, but you also know where I'm supposed to be, God. And where I wanted to be was not in the same place that God was sending me. It was not in alignment with his will. And so that's just kind of a backstory about um, my own personal testimonies from fasting. I did more fast after that, plenty more fast after that. But that's like, that was some of the most unforgettable moments that I've had of just like when I fasted on my own for the first time. Um, so many, so many things just happened back to back, especially with the dreams, y'all. Oh my gosh. Um, like I definitely am a dreamer. <laughs> like I, I do believe that that's one way that God speaks to me, but I also hear him in different ways. I also hear him in different ways. Um, so, okay, let me go into the submission part. So getting back to this whole podcast, y'all, um, I went on a hiatus, but when I was on that Esther fast in May of 2021, that's when God, after the fast, the Lord really gave me a bunch of creativity and new ideas and even wisdom on how to develop new scripts for the Down to Earth podcast. So um, I remember the first episode was prayer and fasting. Then I went into talking about intimacy. Then I went into talking about identity. Then I went into talking about um, purpose and calling. Like God gave me all of the, uh, the, the episodes. He gave me all the ideas for them, um, how I would construct them, like my mission statement, um, the backstory, all of that. Like he gave me everything. Y'all, I, I kid you not. I kid you not. And I don't find it a coincidence that the first topic he gave me was about prayer and fasting, y'all. So now over the course of the past, you know, two years, well, since 2021, it's been about a year and well, it's been it's been almost two years because it's January now. So it's been almost two years since that happened because it's 2023 now. But I will say that over time, the Lord has really been working that through me. And I think for me, I just really had to remind myself to be obedient and just to keep going because there were certain setbacks there were definitely some challenges that came along during that time that kind of pulled me away from doing the things that I was naturally already doing um, because I knew that I wanted to make scripts for my podcast I knew I wanted to have episodes where I wrote them myself because I really enjoyed writing and I also enjoyed doing research I'm honestly surprised y'all I didn't major in JOMC when I was in college just a side note because I really do love writing I love journalism I love diving into topics I love um, exploring new ideas and so that was a new passion that was really developed in me during that time and I really just say all glory goes back to God um, now here's some scriptures that I came across that talks about submitting our will to God in Psalms 40 verse 8 it says I delight to do your will oh my God your law is within my heart John 5, 30 says, I can do nothing on my own initiative. Woo, Jesus. As I hear, I judge. And my judgment is just because I do not seek my own will, but the will of the one who sent me. So good. So good, honey. That first part, I can do nothing on my own initiative. That's exactly how I felt about this podcast, y'all. Because at one point, I was really about to give up. I said, you know what, Lord? I know you gave me this vision, but it's not working out. And I'm getting frustrated. I'm tired. I don't know what to do anymore. So I literally just took a break. But the Lord had to humble me. And he also gave me a a new fire, a new desire to keep going with it. Even when I felt like it wasn't going 
anywhere. And then I got discouraged too, y'all, because I started seeing other people coming out with podcasts. And I'm like, dang, like, that should be me right now. But I'm over here wallowing in shame and pity because I'm not where I'm supposed to be. Or at least I didn't think that I was where I was supposed to be in that moment. But to be honest, truth be told, I was. I just wasn't trusting in the Lord fully, okay? And that's another thing. You have to trust in Him. Trust in the timing. Trust in the the process. Trust in um, even the pruning that God is doing because that's also going to help you to be able to testify to other people. Like, how can we even, like, I would not have even been able to testify to y'all about all these little things that the, or not even little things, little and big things. Let's just get that clear and get that out the way. I could not have honestly told y'all about all of the wonderful things that God has done for me if it wasn't for me going through certain experiences. And so I truly believe that that's what led me to even recording this episode because the Lord has truly been so patient with me. Um, And he's also taught me how to give grace to myself because like the timeline of when I wanted this to come out, I wanted this to come out in in 2021, y'all. But it didn't happen. It just did not happen. Um... And here we are two years later, but it's coming out. Glory to God. Amen. <laughs> um, another one that popped out to me was Hebrews 13, 21. Equip you in every good thing to do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight. Through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever. Amen. Now, real quickly, this scripture is so good to me because the end part for me is like, reminding me to always give God the glory like none of this is in my own strength it's it's always for his glory it's always for his purpose he says in Romans 8 28 all things work together for the good of those that love God and are called according to his purpose I'm called according to his purpose Desiree Coffee is called according to, to his purpose fill in the blank you your name is called according to his purpose you know what I'm saying you guys are called according to his purpose So know that all things work together, but it's not for our benefit. It is for his gain. It's for his glory. It's for his kingdom, y'all. So we must not forget those things. Like it's really about him, what he wants to do through us and in us. Um, Because I could easily take this idea and be like, this is mine. This is my own idea. Yes, I am the founder of this vision. However, God is the one that truly gifted me with the idea and the purpose of even putting this out into the world. So I have to always remember that he gets the glory. And it's not just for a moment. It's forever. It says forever and ever, meaning eternity. He gets all the glory through my life. From the time I was born to the day that I die, he will get the glory. Amen. And lastly, Ephesians 6, 6 says, not be way of eye service as men pleasers, but as slaves of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart. Woo. Let me ask y'all this question. What currently in your life are you doing right now? I want you to think about that. Or what currently in your life is God putting on your heart to do? Now I want you to question your motives. This is a real transparent moment. Are you doing this for the glory of God or are you doing this to gain more followers? Are you doing this for the glory of God or are you doing this to get more attention? Are you doing this for the glory of God or are you doing it to seek your own will? Are you doing this for the glory of God or are you doing this to have control? Like, let's be real with ourselves because these are all things that I struggle with, y'all. These are all things that I struggle with, not just with the Down to Earth podcast, but in general, in my entire life. Like, there's just some things that I really struggle with, but I realized... Where is it coming from? Where, like, where is the motive coming from? 
Is it coming from me just seeking attention because I feel like nobody cares about me or nobody would listen to me, so I'm going to do everything to be seen? Or am I doing this because I really want people to be saved? I really want people to be blessed by this. I really want people to come to know God for themselves so that God can get the glory out of this. Let's just be real. Oh, and there's one more scripture that came to mind. Proverbs 19. And I believe this is in the NIV version. It says, many are the plans of a man's heart. But it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. Whew, my God. That in itself is so powerful because, y'all, we can come up with a whole bucket list full of ideas. I know even in the New Year's, a big trendy thing that people do every year is like their New Year's resolutions. And while I'm not totally against it because I do think that it's important to, you know, have a plan for your life. Um, it's a saying that it's like, if you fail to plan, then you plan to fail essentially so I mean of course you do want to have some type of structure or vision for your life because even God says that like my people perish for a lack of knowledge or a lack of vision however we must not be selfish we must not have selfish ambition and seek to do our own will we must give it all back to God so no matter how you feel about what your life should look like or how your life should be by this time and by that time you need to give that to the Lord and if the Lord says no no son no daughter I have better then submit to him because it says in his word that his purpose is going to prevail anyway. So if you're called, it's not really an option. Like you have to learn how to submit to God because he is the author and finisher of your faith. Yes, we have the choice to make decisions. We have that freedom to make decisions. But at the end of the day, your will belongs to the Lord. Your soul belongs to the Lord. Your mind, your body all of that belongs to the Lord. Scriptures even say, you know, I present my body as a living sacrifice. My body is a temple. It's not, it's not my own machine. Like, my body is a temple of the living God. So I have to treat it with care. What I consume, what I eat, what I, you know what I'm saying? What I do to my body, how I treat myself. Like, and it's not because of, like, our own motive or ambition, but because we are under the fear of the Lord. Like, we understand that, how I treat myself is a reflection of how I view my relationship with God. Because if I view God as this angry, wrathful, um, condemning God, then chances are I'm going to live a lifestyle like that or I'm going to treat myself like that. But if I view God as loving, compassionate, gentle, forgiving, merciful, gracious, just, I will treat myself differently. I will think differently. I will make choices differently. I will submit differently to him. Because I know that he loves me. It's not out of him trying to control me. But because he loves me and he wants the best for me. He says in his word, my ways are completely higher than your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. If he is the God of this universe, if he is omnipotent, omniscient, bigger than anything we could ever imagine. The God that can take on all of our burdens. The God that can forgive our sins and remember them no more. Like, why then why do we find ourselves struggling so hard to give over our our lives for him he laid down his life for us so he's requiring for us to lay down our lives for him and not in the same way of course that jesus died but in a sense of just killing our flesh we have to really submit to the lord so that's really all i have for today y'all i just needed to get this out because it was really on my spirit just to just to have this conversation with y'all and just to be real um, because submitting to God is one of the most powerful and necessary things we as believers have to practice daily.
Like you're submitting our will to him. And whatever situation, maybe it's not a podcast. Maybe it's your family. Maybe it's your finances. Maybe it's your job. Maybe it's, I don't know, your children, something. But you know the areas in which God is calling you to just literally give it back to him and leave it there. So I'm encouraging y'all to really trust in the Lord and let him give you the desires of your heart because he knows what's best for you. He will not leave you. He will not forsake you. And he will never fail. He will never fail. If he is the God that cannot fail, then that means whatever you submit back to him, God is going to bless you. And oftentimes he blesses people sevenfold, tenfold, a hundredfold with way more than what they even expected going into it. He just requires your faith and your obedience. So will you give it to him? All right, y'all. I love y'all. Be blessed. I will see you in the next one. Bye. Hey guys, thank you so much again for tuning in today, Down to Earth fam. And if you like this episode, please be sure to comment, like, and share this with your friends and family and tell them all about it. I love you guys so much and I'll see you in the next one.